people spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. I'm here with my main man, James Rivera. Hello, everybody. How's it going? It's, uh, it is, it's a week, man. Tell me about it. Right? Seriously. You know, I'm, I'm usually in a way better, and I mean, I'm in a good mood, don't get me wrong, and uh, I'm definitely still positive, but I'm also in the reality of, you know, you got to still be real. And, uh, when you're challenged with things, um, the, the, the last thing that I think you need to do is to be fake, even though you do have to be strong. And, uh, we've had, we've had a, a, um, a week and a half of some really challenging things. Yeah, that is so true. You know, we, last week was a really, really hard week for me. And I just, you, you put on that, you put on that strong face, but you've got to, at the end of the day, you've You've just got to be real. And when people are coming up saying, Hey, how's it going? You got to be hundred percent honest with them. Yeah. Right. And I, I think that you, um, you you have to be honest. Uh, and this is just, it's just a tough thing, you know? So let's give the audience a little bit of a background. I mean, we had a, uh, when we say we had a hard week, I mean, we really are talking about some real big challenges that we faced. One of them was the loss of, um, one of our, one of our family members and one of our companies, man. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's, that's hard dealing with that pain and, and you particularly brother, you, you had uh, poured into that person, um, ever since, uh, they became a part of the family and you just a lot of unanswered questions and, yeah. um, man, it, 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 it's just, it's trying, it really does, uh, you know, it kind of devastates you for sure. Um, but, uh, you've got to go through that grieving process and, and I'm so proud of you because you were able to do that and you have been able to pick yourself up for it, but uh, up through it. But, um, it's, you know, it doesn't, it still doesn't replace the fact that you still had to go through something really hard. True. You know, everybody, everybody grieves differently. You know, they all, uh, they all handle it in different ways, but you know, and so you've got to let people, you got to let people do their thing. But at the end of the day, I was, you know, I handled it in my own way. I, I kind of made my own peace with it. And, but, and I think that bothered a lot of people because I wasn't showing a whole lot of emotion, Yeah. but I mean, it, it definitely hurt. Well, and you and I had enough conversations too. I mean, you didn't have to have those with everybody. Sure. Um, there's definitely people that you pointed, you, you pointed out that you felt like this was an important conversation to have with them, Yeah. but it wasn't the fact that you weren't having the conversations, which once again, I'm so, I was real proud of you for being able to be open and talk about that. And I think one of the things that people run into is in time of loss or in time of grief, they want to bottle up everything and yeah. they don't want to show those emotions. And basically just starts to manifest in other areas of their life. And it comes out maybe not six months later, maybe not even a year later, but it has already planted some type of a, 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 a seed in them that something just triggers it and it, and it comes out in a very horrible way. Yeah, that's so true. And I've, I've been really cautious not to, not to bottle it up, not to just tuck it away. Uh, but it's, it's been, it's been really, it's been cathartic at the very, are you seeing, are you feeling that too? All right. So anyway, it's, it's been really cathartic with the, uh, um, the way everybody have, has been around me, mm -hmm. you know, so supportive. Right. Yeah. And, I, and that's just it. And I, I read a really, really good quote 
uh, while we were going through this. And it says, hey, you don't have to have the right words. You just have to let people know that you're there. Yeah. And that has been the best part, that people have been there for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, I want to talk about this this kind of concept. Um, if serving is below you, then leadership is beyond you. Mm-hmm. And such a true statement. Um because people don't, people understand, or uh, people think that le- uh, sir, uh, that leading and being a leader is all about um, uh, having power over somebody. Uh, being a leader uh, that you have authority in that space and you are telling people what to do constantly. And uh, unfortunately, that's the old school mentality. That is not what leadership looks like in today's age. Um, if you are not willing to serve people, then you truly aren't going to become the leader that so many people need. And, uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's just so exhausting as a, as a leader. Um, and it's so important why you need to continuously fill your cup. Um, that's where that burnout comes from when you're not filling your cup and, but, but how you do, how do you fill your cup, James? I mean, most people don't know how to fill their cup. That's so true. But I think, I think personally for me, it's, it's the little wins. Yeah. You know, it's those little accomplishments that you have in leadership. And uh, Mandy and I were just talking about this just last night. And it's it's called servant leadership, right? Right. And yes. it's servant leadership for a reason, right? Yeah. It's it's not for me. It's it's for somebody else. Right. And, you know, filling my cup is, I do that in, in many different ways. But at the end of the day, it's, it's about filling those cups around me. And that's kind of what keeps my cup full. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I mean, just so, so let's just kind of go back to this. Why like we're yeah. building about on this because you know, that was a very tough part for you. That was obviously a challenge that we had to get over as a company, um, from the loss of one of our family members, but then the things just kept on hitting, man. I was like, just the hard conversations were, were still having to be had every day. Yeah. And then even more was being piled on. And I'm going to tell you as a leader, if you are not taking care of yourself, there's no way that you can be strong in those moments. And, and, uh, you know, this, you and I had a really great conversation the other day. I was, so I've been working on this big project and I mean, it's consuming a lot of my time, not necessarily at the office, but it's obviously consuming a lot of headspace. And then in the evenings, after the kids go to bed, dude, I'm working on this thing till midnight, every night, like seven days a week. This is something that's been going on for the last three or four months. And, um, I finally had one of those, I was thinking it was my milestone yeah, yesterday, right. Where I'm thinking, okay, fantastic. The beginning of the final, uh, the, the final chapter of this, uh, is, is coming. Right. And so I got the, the work back and it was, nothing of what I was expecting. And unfortunately not in a good way, right? It was really defeating to me. And I, I, there was a moment, man, I was just really, I mean, I was broken down, dude. And I spent last night, I mean, I was frustrated and I think that, and I share this only because as a leader, you need to be vulnerable with that. Like nobody expects you to be perfect all the time. And if you can't be vulnerable, if you can't share what I just shared to the people that are closest with you, and I'm happy to do this on a podcast, so who knows who's listening, but I'm sharing like that's, that's a true leader is not, um, incapable of showing their vulnerability. Hey, that is so true because you know, anytime there are expectations, anytime there are expectations, there's a possibility of disappointment, Right. right? In anything. And leadership is, has its own expectations. Right. And anytime they fall short, we're going to stand to be disappointed. It's how we deal with that. Right. I know. And you and I had this conversation yesterday. Also, there's going to come a point 
where I'm going to, I'm going to disappoint you at some level, right? right? You expect yes. something from me. I'm going to, I'm going to come up just a little bit short of that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have that conversation. Yes. Right. It's how I come away from that. That makes a difference of whether I grow from that or whether it just tears me down and starts, starts that spiral, that downhill, yeah. you know, that, that, that spin of death. Right. Exactly. Well, and it I means, so yeah, it's how you receive it. And it's obviously as a leader is how do you present it? And, uh, and that is a constant challenge that we are working on all the time is that how are we presenting to, um, our clients, right? Mm-hmm. Um, people that are out there. How do we present to those clients in a way that we are motivating them, but we're also calling them out on the BS that's going on and they're not being productive with what they said was a priority in their life. Yeah, you got it. And, and going back to your, your letdown, your disappointment. Yeah. You know, I think what it, what it took is you and I sitting down and talk about it going, Hey, here was my expectations. Here's what was delivered to me what now? Right. Like you were just right. like, Oh, this was so much effort was put into this. And we kind of scrimmaged that out. And it was like, Hey, well maybe, maybe you go at it this way. Maybe you go at it this way. Let's tweak it here a little bit. And hopefully that helped. I don't know if it did or not, but hopefully that helped you to realize that that wasn't the end of the road, right? right. It was just a bump in the road. Yeah. So, uh, sometimes, you know, a lot of times I lean on you, I'll come to you and say, Hey man, leadership fail. I ran out of talent on this. What, where do we go from here? Sometimes it's going to go the other way too. Where Definitely. you're going to go, dude, I've just, I've, I've run out of patience. I've run out of grace yeah, on this. Like exactly. what now? So you've got to have somebody that you're willing to unburden that to who you trust and, and know that they're not just going to, I mean, cause you know, they say it's, it's easier to kick somebody when they're down because they're closer to your feet. Right? You got to know that somebody's not going to kick you when you're down. Well, and I think that's good. So I'm really glad that you brought that up because I really want to talk about specifically, like as a leader, you're deflated, you're defeated, right? You're going through this mental part of it where you're just exhausted because you've been pouring into so many people or so many people's lives that you just, you don't know how to get out of that funk. Maybe, maybe you're just having one of those weeks. Maybe it's one of those months. Maybe it's just one of those seasons in your life where you just don't feel like you're able to win at anything. And I knew going into this, like because of that challenge that we're on right now, that uh, there's a huge group of us. I knew that as soon as I started to try to make myself better, that the devil was going to mess with my world. I really, I mean, I knew that and being a man of faith, I always, I was ready for that. And here's the thing it's happened. Uh, it's, there's been some really challenging things happen And I took that mindset on very early that this was all going to be happening for me and not to me. So first of all, my mindset was already like ready and prepared for this going Mm -hmm. into it. But I want to talk about as a leader specifically, like, how do you get out of that? How do you go from being uh, really doing well and then going into this pit of despair, this pit of disappointment? How do you climb yourself, uh, climb your way out of it? So I think point number one is really this. You talk about it. Yes. You have that inner group of people or that inner person that you have trust with that you can talk to about it. And they're going to be there. They'll be there to support you, but they're also going to be there to give you honest feedback and whatever is going on with the situation. Yeah, that is so true. And again, that's somebody, somebody who you trust. And you've got to be able to, you've got to be willing to unburden yourself. You got to be willing to just reach out because if you're not, that's where that negative self-talk starts. Right? Yes. And I call it vomiting. I mean, you've got to be able to yes. vomit on yeah. somebody and they got to be able to take it knowing well, knowing well that they're going to give you a response that's not just going to be sympathetic to you, you know, yeah. where they're just going, oh yeah, you should feel bad about this. Oh yeah. You, I mean, that's terrible. I can't believe anybody would do that to you. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you had to have that conversation. Oh my gosh. The world is like the world is coming along uh, around you and you have every reason why you should be upset. That's not the type of person I want that you want about, you want to have in your life. Now you want people to, you know, that can agree with you. That's nothing wrong with that. 
but our conversation specifically um, is we identified the next steps, right? Yep. So we, so you allowed me to vomit out mm. the things that I was getting frustrated with. And then we had some strategies to put in place that I could get myself out of this pit. So that was number one. And then of course, obviously I talked to Kate, my wife, because yes. we are like, we are on that level that everything that goes on in my life and my world, she knows about and everything that goes on in her world, I know about because it's, a, we, we we're constantly trying to build each other up, but we're also being very vulnerable and very true to each other as well. Yeah. If you can't show vulnerability with the person that you love in your life, your significant other, your wife, your spouse, then you're probably not on the same level relationally right. as you should. And you know, that here's the thing, this, this is so parallel to the discussion we just had yesterday mm -hmm. on a video that we made, right? The, the, uh, mindset, mindset. Mm -hmm. right? So much of this is, is, is relative in here. And that's just, that's exactly right. You have to have, if you don't have that with Kate or I don't have that with Mandy and man, things are going to be in turmoil and we are going to struggle professionally. So, yeah, it's so true. I mean, in fact, and I'll, and I'd be the first one to admit that I was not on that page with Kate. I think in an earlier podcast, we might've talked about that too, is that that was a progression for me. I thought for so the longest time that by, um, by not sharing with her some of these challenges that I was actually protecting her. Yeah. And what I was, what I was really doing was driving a wedge in between us so that she couldn't relate to the struggles that I was going through. So she couldn't be there to support me through those struggles. Yeah. And you have to have that support because if you, uh, now, now we, it goes both ways, right? Because sometimes Mandy will unburden or vomit herself uh -huh. on me. Yeah about her work struggle she's having. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm never judgmental. I'm never like, well, here's what you should do. Right. By golly, you should march right in there and tell them this. No, never. I'm just like, Hey, have you, you know, have you considered this? What are your thoughts on this? What would it change if you did this? Right. And at the at the end of the day, it's all, it's all mindset. And, and I'm going to borrow this again because it's so valuable. Are things happening to you or are they happening for you? Yeah. Right. Yeah, That's, absolutely. All right. So number two here, and this is a little bit, this is probably going to be controversial, but if you're listening to this, you probably know enough about James and myself here, but number two is the spiritual part of it. Um, you know, I need that time with God. I need that time in my silence to, to be praying about that situation, to be putting that on somebody else's shoulders, because I know that if it's on my shoulders, I'm not going to handle it appropriately. So I get the advice from other people. I vomit that out. I get, I get all of that anger and that that those emotions out, but then I, I gotta go, I gotta get centered again. And you know, for some of you, it might be the universe, but for me, the spiritual part of it is that relationship that I have with God. And I, like, I need to have that time so that that internal reflection, um, is helping me get centered back again. Hey, you've got to have some kind of faith in your life, right? right? I'm not saying where that faith is centered, but you've got to have faith. If you don't have any kind of faith in anything, right? then what are you looking forward to? What are you hoping for? Right? So yeah, as, as much as we try to try to keep our, you know, our own theological opinions out of this, yeah. you've got to have faith. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that honestly, I would not be the man I am today if I didn't have that part of aspect of my life, because that has been such a key, uh, role in my leadership and my ability to be a servant leader, right? How do you learn to be a servant leader than unless you're imitating other people and other greatness, uh, that has come before you. Right. So yeah. for me, that's been, honestly, I can always go back to that. So once again, the spiritual part of it is a, is a huge thing. Personal internal reflection is huge. I think that you have to have that in your life. If you truly want to be able to get out of that pit of despair or that pit of disappointment that you're experiencing. 
Yeah, you better be introspective. You better be willing to look inside yourself and go, hey, all right, before I start set out to make the world right, I better make sure I see the world right. So you got to get introspective before you change anything at all. Yeah. So number three for me is honestly, you just have to change the mindset. I mean, from there, it's like, it is a, it is a matter of will. Um, we've talked about this before too, is that the more that you, um, are putting these situations and you've had to learn from them, the more arrows that you can take in your day. Right. So that literally going back to this, this is happening for me. What is the lesson that I need to learn? How am I going to grow from this experience? And then how am I going to take the positive approach to this, uh, this situation that I'm dealing with? So I'll give you a great example is that, so I had the huge disappointment last night, yesterday in what was given to me. Um, I had massive conversations with, with you and with Kate, and then I had a lot of internal, uh, reflection going on last night, even into this morning. And then I just had to flip the switch. I literally had to flip the switch to say, say, okay, what Josh do I want to show up today? And the hits didn't stop coming by the way. I mean, it was still a really challenging day today with conversations and things that came up. But here's the thing is that because my mindset and my attitude was so much better, I was able to receive those hits and I was able to have a positive outlook on them. And I said, all right, these are all happening for me today because I'm developing myself as a better leader. And even the phone call that I had today, it could have gone south really fast. Like that situation could have been really bad, but I chose to make it a positive experience and the, and the phone call went really well. I, I chose to communicate it a, a better. And I would say the old me, the, the me from two or three years ago would not have handled that situation the way that I did today. And here's the thing. It, it turned out great. Good. It worked. It went really well. And I'm not saying that that's going to be the, always the case, but you, you, you have two choices in life, right? You can always be the blame game or you can go ahead and make sure that you conquer that day. And I was not going to allow the day to conquer me. And I just, as, as a leader, you have to make a choice that you are going to conquer the day, regardless of what happens to your day. Yeah. You know, so many times we can let one little, little thing wreck our whole day, right? It may be, it may be a, a, a road rage incident on your way to work. And it was just a, a glimpse in time, but we let it destroy our whole day because somebody cut me off in traffic. Yes. Right. When I'm, when I'm coaching people, I'm telling them, I'm like, Hey, listen, don't let this little, little tiny thing dictate how the rest of your day, or maybe even the rest of your week goes. And you have to, you have to be able to compartmentalize that and put that aside and go, yeah, that guy was a total bonehead, but I'm moving on with my day. Right. I will not let that guy occupy any space in my head for the rest of the day. Can I say an awesome story about that? Please do. By the way, uh, it really brought to mind. That's exactly what happened. Uh, there was a point in my life. It would have been about a year and a half ago where the route that I would take to work always put me onto the interstate and there was, there was two lanes that always merged. Right. And sure enough, everybody's always in a hurry, mm-hmm. right. To get somewhere. And every morning I would get into these two lanes, uh, one of these lanes and the other traffic, the guy in the other, or the person in the other vehicle was always trying to cut me off. They was trying to speed ahead of me. Right. And then I started being, you know, trying to be competitive and I speed up or they speed, you know, so like I already started my day going to work already tense and high strung. And it was like, dude, like I just got to relax on it. Right. So I realized though, that I wasn't strong enough to do that. So I changed my route up. I just avoided the situation. And I think that just because you're not strong enough to overcome that situation, one of the things that you, and the tactics that you can do is just avoid the situation. Don't put yourself in the situation to do that. So here's the cool thing about that is that I changed up my route. I no longer went that direction. 
And then it allowed me to do something that has been a game changer in my life is have my morning appointment, which is my morning appointment with God. Uh, I, I was able to stop off at a place every single morning that put me in the right direction, like literally and figuratively, yeah. right? But it was a year and a half ago and it was all because I said, I'm not strong enough to do this in my life. So I'm going to avoid that temptation to get enraged. And then I took an alternative alternative route and it's been a game changer on how my day starts. Yeah, that is so, so that's a great story, by the way. But if we think about it, if we, if we, if we distill it down to the, to the basic, basic problem here, right? The reason these people are rushing around and cutting people off in traffic is because they're running late, right? How about this? How about practice a little bit more discipline in one's life? Mm-hmm. Get your butt out of bed a little bit earlier and be more intentional about your morning, right? So you're not freaking out and running red lights and things like that. So that's great. And what what you did was you had the discipline to change that up, right? Mm -hmm. And as it was, it was a win-win for you because you were able to now add something else to your life. And it made it all a little smoother. Yeah. And I would even go back. I don't know if it was discipline, to be honest with you. I just had the recognition that I wasn't strong enough. And so as a leader, if you're, when you're listening to this, like you don't have to be strong in every aspect of your life. You don't have to be strong enough to literally make the choices and the changes in your life. What you should do is obviously maybe identify the areas that you should be avoiding. So you're not tempted to make those bad decisions. We're not all strong. No. No, that's so true. And it's, it, it, again, friction, right? We, we, if we can lessen friction in our lives, we'll go so much smoother. I mean, that's yeah. why they call it friction. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, I, you know, it was interesting. I didn't know how this was, this episode was going to unfold, uh, because we kind of both went into this going, man, uh, what are we going to share? We have so, we had so much going on our plate, but uh, I love how it really turned into, um, this, this, if you're serving is below your leadership is beyond you concept and what that looks like in your life. So, Hey guys, I hope you guys, I hope you you took something away from this that you can implement in your life. First of all, I hope that you have enough humility in your life that you can create that inner circle of people that you can be vulnerable with because until you become vulnerable, until you've become honest with the situation, you're going to be masking everything up and all it's going to do is going to be deep seated in you. And you're going to manifest that into areas of your life that you do not want it to manifest into. And it's going to ruin relationships. It's going to ruin your ability to truly lead in your life. Like you want to, Hey, you just got to put it out there because you might be surprised at who comes to your, to your, uh, aid. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, guys. Well, Hey, It's a good episode right there, man. I think so. All right, well, you guys, I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Thanks so much for always joining. We look forward to seeing you guys on the very next episode of the JK Experience. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.